Hi, this is Amber, and you're listening to Amber on Podcast. Hi, hello, and welcome to episode number 66 of Amber on Podcast. Thank you for joining me. If you haven't yet, please take a moment to subscribe to the show for a weekly dose of valuable solutions and tools to help you lead a more joyful, more informed, and more meaningful life. Every Thursday, I release a new episode that is aimed at doing more good, and I would love to have you join me. This week, I bring you a fresh, new podcast that has a great outlook on technology and opportunity today. The name of this podcast is Breaking Into Startups, and the hosts focus on educating and informing us on working and succeeding in a tech-driven world. It's a great podcast with a YouTube channel where they interview inspiring guests who are doing important work in the tech field. Today, technology is ubiquitous, and there is not one area that it doesn't touch. For that reason, it is important for us to have an understanding of how it works and why it works. That is the key driver behind the Breaking Into Startups podcast, to expand upon those topics and introduce you to thought leaders in the space who are paving the way for our future in tech. One of the people doing this is Mr. Dan Rosenzweig, former CEO of Guitar Hero and current CEO of Chegg, which is an education company that is based on putting students first. Today, we will talk about the business of education and what it means to put students first. We'll discuss the current state of education and how it will continue to change. Also, how technology has changed the way we live and the opportunities we have and how you can take advantage. Dan has a really exciting and hopeful outlook for the future of education and the role it plays in our lives. This is an important topic for all of us as we continue to learn and grow and expand throughout our lives. I'm excited to share this wisdom with you, dear listeners. So. Let's start the show. Dan Rosenswag started Chegg to help students navigate the business of education so they can get the resources and tools to help them succeed and make a living for themselves. Dan created Chegg with a very specific premise in mind that young people are overburdened and overtaxed in terms of education and their time and the costs in their life. And no one has put students first. Everyone has put the institution first, the publisher first, the professor first, the administration first. No one has been the advocate for the students. That is, no one until now. Chegg offers affordable resources and tools like 24-7 live tutoring and a textbook rental program. Everything they do is designed to help students decide, should they go to further education? If so, what would that further education be? 
What is the cost of the education in terms of time and money? And how do we save costs? This is why they created the textbook rental service, to serve these needs. Then, once you are in the class, Chegg takes it a step further and continues to offer tools on how do you master the subject? How do you pass the class? How do you learn it? Dan says that 70% of kids go to state schools and 40% of them are working 30 hours a week or more. This was 100% my reality when I was in college. I worked one, sometimes two jobs to support myself and pay for my rent and living expenses. This was a constant juggling act between my school and my school schedule and my work schedule. With Chegg, Dan set out to build products and services to help students where they are in their life and save them money and time so that they can get smarter and reduce the friction between learning and earning. Student loans are at an all-time high. I, for one, have over $100,000 in student loan debt, and I know that I am not alone. The numbers are staggering, and when I think of my 17-year-old self signing those loan agreements, I want to chop my hands off. What was I thinking? Well, I was thinking like a 17-year-old who had no concept of money or debt or life. And I know many other people who made similar decisions and feel like they got the short end of the stick. Why? Because I have to ask myself, was my education worth $100,000? The short answer? Hell to the no. I absolutely overpaid for my education. And one of the reasons why I did this is because the education system is not set up for me. It's not set up to save me money or time or offer me clarity. It's set up and designed to serve the business of education. That is the institutions and the publishers and the board of directors and the marketing budget. Dan says that 80% of kids go to college for the purposes of getting a better job. So you have all of these bright and ambitious young people ready to sacrifice time and money to build a better life for themselves. But then, because the business of education is not serving students, 50% of high school students don't go on to further education at all, and they end up going on to jobs that automation is likely to eliminate in the next 10 years. Of the ones who do go to college, 43% don't graduate and don't graduate with $9,000 of debt on average. Those that do graduate, graduate with $37,000 in debt on average. Fewer and fewer students are going to residential colleges because of the time and money. Dan found that the majority of the studying on Chegg is actually happening after 9 p.m., You see, technology allows you to make content for all hours, not just the scheduled hours. Schools will need to incorporate technology to the advantage of their students. If you can binge watch your favorite show on Netflix, then you should be able to binge learn education. 
There's no reason for four years or two years if you are willing to put in the time and effort and energy and are able to master the concept. Why not just go right to the job? People are beginning to wake up to the fact that the system is not designed to serve the modern-day student. And the modern-day student is 25 years old, not 18 to 22. 25% of students have a child and are already working. Lucky for us, our man Dan has done some great research at Chegg. Over the course of 10 years, Dan and his team looked at over 100 million resumes of college graduates. And now they can tell a kid that if you go to this school, let's say it's TCU, because that's where I went, Texas Christian University. And if you go to TCU and you take this major, you're going to acquire these skills that an employer might want. Now, here are the eight employers that are likely to hire you. Here's how much they're likely to pay you. And here's how long the person who's gone there has actually stayed there. The idea is to work with students and employers to understand these different pathways. When I was a student, I had no clue how things would pan out for me. I didn't even think about it, how the job market would respond and what kind of job market I would enter. It was the furthest thing from my mind. Back in 2005, when I graduated, we were still figuring out how to collect this data. But now, We have the data, and the results are in, and you can see the role of continuing education and how it impacts our lives in the data. Dan says that we are living in a world where technology's impact is pervasive. If you think about the job of the present and the job of the future, ask yourself, are they going to require people to use technology more or less? Probably more. If you want to be in sales, if you want to build a business, if you want to build a product, if you want to be an analyst, if you want to work in finance, you better know how to use certain technology like Salesforce or Photoshop or Excel. By learning these things, you are giving yourself job security. There's value in understanding how popular apps work because it will give you insights and business ideas. And because your livelihood depends on it. Technology allows us to have access to education at any time. This access can change the way you live your life and the opportunities that you have. The first job you get out of college, if you go to college, it's probably not the job you're going to have in 10 or 20 years. How do you evolve your education along your career path? For me, this meant getting my YouTube PhD. On YouTube, I was able to learn how to build a website and how to start a podcast, both of which have given me leverage in my work. Dan says there are universal skills that we can all benefit from knowing. Communication, critical thinking, language. But today's language is technology. When you get a job, you have to use the systems that the company has available. And all of them include technology. The world keeps evolving. If you want to participate, have the opportunity to grow and experience many things in your life, you are going to have to keep investing in yourself and keep reinventing yourself. 
Do everything you can to not limit yourself to a single point of view. Allow yourself to experiment. Realize that whatever you're doing now may not be what you end up doing later because it may not even be around later. Technology has been huge for my day job as a consultant because I work from home and service clients, but also for my side gig, for my personal business and creation. Technology has given me the leverage I need to build a name for myself and develop a brand. Keep investing in yourself and keep taking stock of the skills and expertise you have so that it can be put to use when the time is right for you to take advantage. You do have skills and expertise that are valuable. Do not doubt that for one moment. But if you are working for someone else, your job is temporary. It's not going to last forever. You need to be ready to put your skills out there in public view so that you can find opportunities when you need them, so that you can make money and build the life you want. Take stock of this now. Make a list of what you can offer your employer. Not a resume, a list of your unique skills and personality traits that make you an ideal employee. If a friend were to recommend you to work at their company, what would they say your strengths are? Why would they say they want to work with you? If you can't think of anything, then you have some work to do because this should come easily for you. If you want to be able to build the life you want, you have to know what you can offer the world in exchange for that life. Once you identify what that is, you run with it. I went from being a fashion designer to a fashion buyer to a director of marketing and publishing to unemployed to a technology and business performance consultant. You can do anything when you can learn and pivot and identify your strengths and the value you bring. You can create more opportunities for yourself in more areas. I know this because it happened for me. Dan reminds us that things are never what you expect them to be. You have to be able to adapt to the situation, and you have to have a good attitude about it. It's like Mike Tyson said, we all have a plan until we get punched in the face. Lean in and be ready for the punches, because I assure you, they are coming. And when they do, you'll be ready to get back up and go at it again. Another important thing to remember is that success is the result of what we collectively do, not what an individual does. Anyone who wins rarely wins by themselves. This is why education is so important, so that we can all learn together and work together to do more good for more people most of the time. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for spending your precious time learning and growing along with me. And many thanks to our man, Dan Rosenswag, and the Breaking Into Startups podcast for delivering inspiring and informative content for me to share with you today. Now, you know what it means to put students first and why the current education system is a business that is not putting students first. Now, you have the tools to focus on your continuing education and creating opportunity for yourself. 
For all of the show notes and to sign up for exclusive updates from me to your inbox, visit mytalkingdollars.com and enter your email address in the subscription window. That way, we can stay in touch and you can receive weekly updates from yours truly. If you haven't yet, please go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And please join me next week for another conversation about living your best life and doing more good. Thank you. Love you. Bye.